Hey, welcome to the Rally Point Men's Ministry, where the integrity of men matters. We welcome you to today's broadcast, and we look forward to coming to you each and every week that we may speak to you and encourage the men of God. Be strong, stand strong, and see God work in your lives. Now let's welcome Pastor West and the men of Rally Point as they talk this week about their topic. God bless you. Our, I want to continue our conversation on mercy today. Mercy. Yes, sir. On mercy. Uh, hey, Alan. How are you? Welcome aboard. Hey, good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Everybody else. Awesome. Good. Awesome. Really special. <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody have any uh, any testimonies on mercy for the week? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Brian, what do you got? Um. Uh. The uh, blind lady that I that I've been helping called me last night and said I need a. A steel pipe so she can smoke a cigarette tobacco oh. <laughs> and she paid me to go and get it two bucks <laughs> and um, I'm not giving her any more money so that's that's good news all right so, so that was mercy huh that was yeah I know I, that was merciful <laughs> You're so merciful, Brian. You're so merciful. Hey. <laughs> I do the best I can given the limited ability that I've got, you know? Amen. But blessed are the merciful, for they shall see God. For they shall receive mercy. Jeez. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall see, receive mercy. That's the attitude. Um, Alan's got a testimony, it looks like. Who? Oh, Alan. Okay, Alan. Come on, Alan. So I, I I I manage a crew of twenty four guys. Wow. Um, I think it was Wednesday. I went out and I seen one of them doing something that isn't safe. You know, they're working on telephone poles. And you know, by my job, I should be writing, I should be writing that person up and giving them a letter and possibly there should be some discipline. But instead, that day, you know, given the situation, I said, you know what, I'm not going to do this. They're under a lot of stress and everything. I said, you know what, hmm. I'm going to do like Jesus. I'm going to ask a question. And I said, what shouldn't I see here? I said to that technician, I said, what shouldn't I see? And he said, you know, I should have my safety belt when I'm up on this pole. I said, okay, good enough get down and get it and go back to work. And he said, no, in 25 years here, nobody's ever given me a break. And I, I, I give you more respect now than I, I would have you written me up. I said, well, you answered your own question. And I said, but, you know, I'm going to let this go this time because you answered the question. And you admitted to what you were doing wrong, but I can't see this again. So he was appreciative, and when I went back later, he was doing everything above and beyond what he should be doing. Amen. That's good. That's Amen. Yeah. Oh, God. Amen. Well, I'm, 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 I'm,
I'm always showing somebody mercy. The other day I was in a long line and this little old man had just a couple of little items and of course I let him in front of me and said, go ahead. And then when he got past the register, he said to me, have a blessed day. And I said, thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, I want to I wanna thank the ward, FOP, for having mercy yeah. on all the, yes. all the people yeah. that are not going to enforce these <laughs> foolish rules. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a good yeah. sign of mercy for everybody. Yeah. Tell me about it. Uphold the Constitution instead of... Uh, yeah. 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 yeah, I have a copy of the Constitution. <laughs> I know all about it. <laughs> So, so, I love you for it. So, don't, don't make me mute you, Ed. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I was going to lose my voice all that talking yesterday, but it's still a little All right. So, so, what I want to take a look at today, right, uh, just so we can get a better picture of what mercy looks like, is I want to look at, uh, I want to look at the scripture in John, um, where, uh, with the lady caught in the act of adultery. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. Um, oh, yeah. And no it says that you know this lady who's caught in the act of adultery is about to get stoned, right? Oh, yeah. And yeah. Uh, Jesus comes over and he kneels down beside her. Um, he slightly uh, he looks at he starts writing in the ground, right? I know. It we says and. And and he says an interesting question. Let those who have no sin throw the first stone. Throw the first, yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, this woman was caught in the act of adultery. Uh, and yeah. the law of Moses, uh, there was a law that if you got caught doing something like that, that the automatic penalty yeah. was stoning. Yeah. Right? So, so the rightful penalty, right, was stoning. Just like Alan. So, Alan, you saw this guy doing something wrong, right? And the rightful penalty was for him to get written up and potentially have some type of sanctions come against him. So, here, we see this woman uh, caught in the act of adultery. You know what's interesting about this story? Where's the guy? Yeah, that's right. Because yeah, if, if, if the woman is caught in the act, isn't the guy committing adultery as well? Yeah, yeah true. Yeah. But yet, but yet the woman, the woman is brought, brought here and ready to be stoned. And, 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 and Jesus comes over and they, and they ask Jesus, you know, what, what would you do? Like they test him here, right? This woman has been caught in the act of adultery and what would you do, you know? It's kind of like, you know, someone coming over to Allen. Hey, Allen, this guy's been caught without a safety belt on. What would you do? Yeah. Right? Knowing that Allen is a Christian, knowing that he's a man of God, right? So those that want to challenge us might come and say, hey, here's a picture for you. What would you do? Right? And Jesus starts writing on the ground. And as I, as I was looking at this and just kind of thinking about our topic here today, I wonder if he was writing down mercy. You know? Show mercy. You know? There, there are those, there are commentaries. Some of the commentaries says he was writing down the sins of those that are watching. Um, we don't know what he was writing. But 
he wrote he wrote enough that as they were looking at it, he said, "Those who who are without sin throw the first stone." Yeah, and, and that kind of hits at the crux yeah. of of what we're talking about here, right? Where those that need mercy, right? Those that need mercy, um, we might tend to look at them um, in a way that's not befitting. Not befitting God, not befitting us. Right? We we could easily be the crowd ready to pick up a stone to stone this woman um, that were that was caught in the act of adultery. Right? There were some some people in the audience that believed in God, that loved God. Right? But all all of them were ready to stone this woman. Um because of what she did. You know, it just makes me wonder, um, even then, even when we have the right, right, to do something, we have the right because the penalty declares it, right? That's when mercy comes in. When mercy comes in, when, when, when the penalty says you deserve this, rightfully, right? Nobody put it on you. Nobody made it up about you, right? You did it. You were caught in the act. And the penalty says you deserve death, right? And, and, and mercy comes in where Christ comes in and says, although you deserve death, I, I reprieve you of death, right? I, you don't get death, right? You get mercy, right? And that's, that's pretty powerful. And as, as I was looking at that, I was like, wow. You know, that, that's a different aspect of mercy. We, we look at mercy and, you know, we see mercy. Um, we confuse mercy with, you know, compassion. We confuse mercy with, um, with other things, right? But mercy really comes in um, when either us or someone was rightfully wronged, wrong, rightfully caught, and then mercy was given. Right. It's like it's like, you know, being on patrol and uh, as a state trooper and um, stopping a car for speeding. Right. And and rightfully so car speeding. Right. The right. The penalty is you get a ticket. Right. And depending on how fast you are, the penalty could be you getting arrested. Right. But instead saying, you know what? You know, today, you know, I'm not going to give you a ticket. Right, wow. our response should be kind of like with Jesus. I, I love what Jesus does in this because he he yeah. doesn't rebuke the lady, he doesn't no. he doesn't come in and he doesn't say, "Hey, you were wrong for doing this." He doesn't say any of that. He just says, "Go and and sin no more. Just don't do it anymore." Huh? All right, us we like to give mercy and then tell the people how we gave them mercy. <laughs> <laughs> I was so merciful on you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and I mean, and I'm, I'm wondering, I'm wondering, you know, that's why it's so hard for us to show mercy. There's so much in us. You know, um, why did, let me ask you this question. Why do you think Jesus did what he did? What was his motivation behind what he did? He wanted to show who he was. 
he wanted to prove that he was the son of God and that God loves us and that, you know, by believing in him and, and his ways that we could have a better life and we could have eternal life. And he wanted to show that the way of the world was different than the way of the Father. Amen. 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 Hmm. Now he also forgave her of that uh, sin. Hmm. And wasn't it a, a, a change from, he, he was trying to teach them, he was the separator. He was the separating line between the law and the New Testament. It was the dividing line between yeah. the, the yeah. Old Testament and the New Testament and how we couldn't live up to the law. Yeah, mm. you a... None of us can live up to the law. God was merciful and sent his only begotten son to teach us, to guide us, and to show us, to show a group of people to spread the word about him. And mercy then became something. I don't think, if you look through the Old Testament, there's a few signs of mercy, uh, but I don't think they were truly mercy. There was, there were people would plead and beg for their life and plead and beg, don't do this and don't do that and convince somebody not to give them the punishment that they deserve. Hmm. But I don't think it was done out of mercy. I think Jesus was the first point where mercy was truly shown and ingrained as law, as part of the law. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. John Cambio, what do you think? I'm thinking that uh, when I was looking at that scripture, it was almost like Jesus was giving, giving them a chance, like maybe he was saying in his mind, let me see if these guys really understand the difference between judgment, you know, whether or not you have the right to judge. Because he said that you who has no sin sort of first stone, and it's funny yeah. that the scripture says that the old guy, the oldest guy in the, in the, in the group is the one that left first. Yeah. You know? Amen. <laughs> the guy that had the most life experience, the most yeah. life wisdom, yeah. come finally you know, drop down the rocks and walk away because they knew that if if I say if I throw the first stone, I'm saying that I'm sinless, you know? Amen. So the oldest guy realized that and it was almost like maybe Jesus was testing, but let me see how shocked these guys really are, you know? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Amen. It seems funny that the oldest the oldest the one that left first. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, he had some wisdom, huh? He's probably sinned the most. <laughs> right. He knew. Yeah. Andre, what do you think? Why did Jesus do what he did? Well, I mean, we got to remember um, back then, you know, the law was put in place because he wanted everybody to <clears throat> to, to basically conform to what um, he was trying to do or or um, the, the covenants that were, were made back then, you know, when you didn't conform to what, what, what God said, you know, he brought something down, like he brought down, down a plague or something like that um, because they didn't conform, to, you, know, you, you know, to the law. Um, so in this case here, we, I mean, um, he, he's trying to remind, remind everybody that, you know, your flesh wants to throw that stone, but when, yeah. when you're in God's spirit, yeah. um, that—that—that's the piece that allows you to, uh, you know, you, you know, to have mercy on this woman, you know, be, 
because you're doing it in, in, his, in, in his spirit, not in your flesh. And we can't have mercy in our flesh. It's, it comes from our spirit. You know, you know, God, you know, the spirit that God puts in us. Hmm. You know, hmm. I equate it to, uh, to a clock. And, you know, when we're in line, you know, you know, God's at 12 o'clock. We can we can veer off either way, left or right, and, and, and we have to find a way to, to get back to that twelve o'clock. Yeah. I'm gonna go to the man of wisdom there, John Martino. Uh, it seems like um, mercy mercy responds when when people can't help when people can't help themselves. Mercy uh. is mercies for the, for the helpless when you think of that um, that lady for instance there was nothing she could do um, and I was thinking uh, in, in Matthew when when Jesus healed the blind uh, they called for his mercy uh, and um, although it was a, a, a like an act of compassion it was it was um, the Lord responding to the helpless Hmm. Something right. completely out of his hands. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. John Rubiano, any thoughts? Um, yeah, I, I think the benefits of God's mercy includes peace and love. You know, I think somebody mentioned peace before. So, um, and if you look at the New Testament, you know, uh, Jesus really professed a lot of love love God, love thy neighbor. You really never, I don't remember, <clears throat> I don't think you ever really emphasized the Ten Commandments, you know. No. And uh, there's a little contradiction there. If you're going to kill this woman, you're violating one of the Ten Commandments, thou shalt not kill. Hmm. You know? Yeah. Hmm. So, <clears throat> so in my mind, is uh, I see it more of a, you know, if you, uh, maybe I'm getting too deep into it, but. If, if you're full of hate, you're not going to have mercy on anybody. Because uh, uh. you're going to be controlled by that hatred that's in you. If you have love in your, in your you know, then you're going to more likely, you're going to show mercy. Uh. And that's what Jesus was all about. But he was also making a very good point that we're all sinners. Yeah. Well, so who are you to judge this lady, this woman? Mm. Right. You know? Mm -hmm. and, uh, and kill her. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. Good. Pastor West, like, uh, like it says in Matthew, it says, "Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy." So therefore, yeah. we just, we're gonna get mercy, so we get mercy, and everybody's gonna get mercy because we're all sinners. So yeah, you know what I mean. The Amen. We do not give mercy yeah. when, Amen. when we be Amen. All we are is and show mercy. So Amen. It, it seems like. You know, we have to give as we've been we've been given. Amen. Yeah. Amen. So true. Brian, any thoughts? Uh, well, as an intellectual speaking, intellectually, the lady was trying to honor God. Yeah. Jesus was God. 
since he was God, he was had the power to forgive her. And also the power to go and say, hey, wait a minute. Don't do this sin anymore. Hmm. And that compassion and that glory and the heart of that woman was lifted. Hmm. And she was able to go and receive God's mercy Mm -hmm. from Jesus. And the imperative from there was that Jesus' ministry and her ministry would go forward. She was saved, honored, glorified in his presence. And the love of God was within her. Yeah. And she went, she must have gone off praising God with hallelujahs. Yeah, you wonder, huh? You, you, you wonder, you wonder, you wonder, you know, how many times, right? Think about it. How many times have you been let off the hook with something that you deserve uh, to receive punishment for? And you've been let off the hook, but just to go out and do something else or do the same thing again. All right. You just kind of wonder about that, you know. Um, Alan, any thoughts? speaking um when he said about the the law and how how uh they were going to commit uh go against the law by committing murder right it says thou shalt not commit murder uh, yeah. right and, and I, I was thinking i was like you know what that's kind of strange because the law says thou shalt not commit murder but yeah. the law in itself brings you to death Right? Yeah. So, so the law commits murder. Yeah. 
you know, um, but then, but then, as I was thinking about it, I was thinking about what John Simino said. And now the law was not the law, an act of mercy. Yeah, it absolutely was. It absolutely was an act of mercy. All right, because prior to the law, prior to the law, there was no shot at all for mankind to receive eternal life. No shot at all. Right? It's only through the law that we were shown what sin is. Only because of the law that we were shown what sin was. So the law was an act of mercy by on God's part. Right? Although we could not fulfill the law. We couldn't there's no way we could live the law, right? But but it was an act of mercy on God's part, right? But then it goes back to John Rubiano's thing where Okay, God showed mercy, but it was still too tough. It still, it still brought us to a place of death because we could not fulfill it, right? And, 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 and what's cool about this is, is now we drop back to John Simino's spot point. Jesus shows up, right? And Jesus comes in and Jesus says, hold on a second. I've come to fulfill the other part of the law, which you guys weren't aware of. Yeah. But I've come to show mercy. Right? And what's cool about this is John's in John's gospel, he shows he shows a perspective that's different. Right? Because these people that are living in this time, right, they're they're in the perspective of the law. And and they only know the law. Right? And they only know that, hey, you committed adultery, the law says we should stone you and kill you. Yeah. Right? But Jesus comes in in a different perspective. Jesus comes in as one who brings life. Right? He comes in as one who brings life. And, and what's awesome about this is, and these people aren't even aware of what's going on. But what's awesome about this is, he didn't come just to forgive her of her sins. But he came to forgive everybody in that crowd of their sins. Yeah, right. Right? Every single one of them. Right, um, were being forgiven of their sin as well because who knows what they had in their hearts, and maybe that's what he was writing down in the, yeah. in the sand every malice that was in the heart of every man that was standing there, yeah. right? But Jesus, Jesus came to bring life, right? He came to, to give life, right? Um, yeah. he's a lamb, he's a lamb of God taking away the sins of the world, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. And 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 so here's the, here's, the, here's the point, right? We all live, and the people of that time all lived in a place of gray, right? We all live in gray, meaning, meaning, meaning good one day, bad the next. Sinful one minute, righteous the next, right? We all, we're all living in a place of area of gray. We're not really on one side or the other. We're kind of floating in between trying to figure this thing out as we go. Right, but but Jesus, Jesus comes in and says, "I forgive you," and not only do I forgive you, right, of this, but I forgive you of everything that you've done. Right, and he says, "Go and sin no more." Right, he's the connection that gives us the ability to have mercy. Without him, without him. Impossible, because without him, we can't even survive in the gray. Uh, no. 
without him, we're pushed right off to the left or to the right, whichever side you choose. But we can't even we can't even be we can't even live in the in the gray area without yeah. Christ. Yeah, true, very true. It's a problem. What was that? I'm sorry, I missed that again, Brian. It's a path inward, upward, and onward. The power of God just needed to flow through her to be able to go and be forgiven. And the gift of God is grace. Hmm. You know, you know, Brian. Brian, you bring up a good point, right? You bring up a good point. If 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 now let's look at the scene, right? So, so you have you have this woman who has committed adultery. You have a crowd around her, and you have Jesus right in the middle, right? Yeah. Okay. At the end of this thing, who's standing there? No one but her and him. Amen. Yeah. And the end yeah. of this thing, no one, no one's there except Jesus and her. Yeah. Right. A restorative, uh, intimate moment. Between her and the Savior, right? And, 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 and that's what he wants to bring us to, right? He, he brings us through the place of mercy in order to bring us into a place of intimacy, right? In order to say, hey, you know what? Man, all my accusers are gone. And here I am standing with the man who, who forgave me and can forgive me. And not only that, to receive his love, yeah, right? Yeah, he, doesn't, he doesn't condemn me. Right, like the world does. He doesn't condemn me like my friends do. He doesn't condemn me like my family does. He doesn't oh, condemn yeah. me like my coworkers do. He he forgives me and he loves me. Right? Yeah. He brings us from a place of mercy, of receiving mercy to a place of intimacy. Yeah. Right? Um, Wes? Yes, sir. I had a comment to make on what you had to say, if you don't mind. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> Our sins are far as east is to the west. True. Very true. Very true. That, that whole sacrifice on Golgotha was forecasted by the prophets. And yet the Sanhedrin and the, uh, uh, what is the other one? Oh, um, the Sadducees, okay, were sad because they didn't think they could go to, there was a heaven. Uh, yeah. And the Pharisees were just hypocrites. Yeah. Hmm. True. True. You know, true. True. Yeah. the value of our salvation is immense. Hmm. It draws us closer to him. It draws us to go and do his will. It draws us to go and seek and to save those that were lost. Hmm. An imperative. A value. Praiseworthy and glory and honor to his name. Awesome stuff, man. Awesome stuff. But let, hey, I like uh, everything you said is 100% accurate. It's so broad and so wide, right? Yeah, and, and, and I just want to squeeze it down to a narrow toothpaste, toothpaste tube 
so we can squeeze it out, right? And and talk about this aspect of mercy. You know, um, in in um, Hosea chapter six, right, uh, verse six, God says, "I desire mercy, not sacrifice." Yeah. Right. He desires mercy, not sacrifice. Mercy. Right. Yeah. What good is it for us to sacrifice, for us to give everything unto God, right? To be the man that he's called us to be and to go out into the world and not have mercy. Yeah. It's, it's no good. Yeah. Right? It does, it does nothing for us. As a matter of fact, it, 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 um, it goes against the very testimony that you're trying to make and try to say. Yeah. Um, it's, you know... We we can easily become the Pharisees that are there accusing the woman of adultery. I mean, how often how often do we see it, right? Um, a lot of you guys are mature Christians. Um, how many churches have you gone to where someone does something wrong in the church, and the church ostracizes that person because of what they did wrong, right? Instead of coming around them and loving them and showing mercy, right? The church goes, look at that person. Look what they did, right? And the whole church kind of turns their back towards them or doesn't want to speak to them because that person is tainted, right? When, when the very reason for us to be here is to show our fellow brothers and sisters mercy, to forgive them, right? To look past them. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus saved the, the lepers and... The wretched, you know, of society, the wretches of society. He 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 said, "I didn't come for those that, you know, I came for those that are sick, right? Yeah. Not not for the healthy, right? So so we we have to make sure that you know we're in a place where we're willing to show mercy. Mercy is more important to God than the sacrifice. Mercy. I mean, we're we're kind of like at times. I think we're kind of like. You know, the, the Pharisee at the wall who says, Lord, thank God I'm not like these other people. <laughs> yeah, but you, for you've come in me and you've made me such a great person. And thank God I'm no longer like this person, right? We've forgotten, we've forgotten that we were once the wretches. We were once this woman caught in the act of adultery, deserving yeah. death, but showing mercy, right? Self-righteousness. And so we should... Be willing to show mercy, even yeah. more so because of that truth, yeah. right? That's a good point. We should be willing to show mercy because we were shown mercy, right? I, I thank God that, you know, the, the spirit of God is in me. I thank God that that Jesus Christ uh, uh, dwells within me, right? Yeah. And that he's, he's transforming me. He's changing me. He's making me into the man he's called me to be. But I'm still the wretch. Yeah, right. I'm still, I'm, I'm still in need of mercy. Right, and and I can't, I can't, I can't put myself in the place of a Pharisee and say, "Oh, thank God, I'm, I'm not like these." Right? Yeah. It's like the it's like the person who's poor, who's poor. All of a sudden, they win the Powerball or they win the Lotto bucks and they become super millionaires, and they forget what it was like to be poor. Right, and they walk by the poor, looking down on the poor when it was just them just the other day. That's us. Right? That's us. You know, we should be lift, lift, putting our hand down and lifting up those who are the poor, those 
who are the wretched, those who are in need of love, those who are in need of mercy. Yeah. Does this make sense to anybody? Yeah, it does make sense. It's true. Yeah, when in, in, I think oh, the scripture shows it, and where it says we all fall short of the glory of God, he, you know, it, it, it's just a reminder that, um, you know, we, you know, we're all sinners, so we're, we will always fall short. And that's why he actually showed that act of, of mercy to remind everybody that, uh, you know, we all fall, fall short, you know, yeah. of the glory. Yeah. And uh, he just, by him doing that, it's just a reminder that, um, you know, you can't do it alone. You have to do it with me. You know, you have to obey, but obey what my father said. And uh, um, that's why he showed he, he showed that act of mercy or that or that act of uh, or the byproduct to that the act the act of kindness, you know. Um, Amen. A non-aggression pact. Doesn't it say? Doesn't the, the the word say that judgment? We're all going to face judgment, right? Yeah, yeah. Judgment will show no mercy for those who didn't show mercy. Amen. So I mean. So that's why you that's why uh, you have to be in be in his spirit because in our flesh well we're gonna continue to sin and and uh, no matter what we try to do in our flesh it's just like uh you know Wes said you know you uh you go past the speed limit there's a price to pay you're gonna pay you, you know I'm gonna write you a ticket you know it's just you know these things in the flesh we we can't you know we we will fall short that's why we have to we have to be we have to be in his spirit constantly and we continue to strive to do that on a daily basis our flesh is going to continue to do what it does amen so just you know just forget that part amen you know you know too i i think about jesus right so jesus being the son of god right he could have he could have dwelled in lofty places. Yeah. Right? He, he could have set himself high on a mountain and said, anybody that wants it, come see me. Right? But he, he didn't. Right? He didn't do that. What he did was he, he came down, right? And he dwelled among those that need mercy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He put himself in a place where he can encounter those that need mercy. Yeah. Right? In order to extend mercy, we have to be in the proximity of the broken. Right? We can't we can't set ourselves in lofty high places. Right? And expect that they should come to us. Right? We have to put ourselves in positions and in places where we can be amongst the broken. So that then that's only that's only where mercy can be shown. Right? We Yeah. I can't show mercy. I can't show mercy if I'm always in the pulpit and never going out into the street. Yeah, well, right. Yeah. I can't show mercy if I'm if I'm always you know doing the godly things and never kind of dwelling in those places or going yeah. to those places where people are broken. Right. In order that mercy could be shown. Right. And and like we said last week, guys, mercy isn't about um, isn't about us. Right. We we don't have the ability, I don't believe, to show mercy in the way that God shows mercy. 
Right? He's the only one that can forgive sin. We can't yeah, forgive sin. So, yeah. so it's, it's through us that he uses us to then affect others. So that the love that he pours through us can pour into others. Yeah. That they might receive his mercy. Right? They might receive his love. Right? Yeah. Not, not our love. Right? And, the, and as men, what we try to do and what, we, what, we, what we're always fighting to do is we're always fighting to make this somehow about us. Right, yeah. somehow oh, yeah. about somehow about what I did and how I saved that person. Right, yeah. when the reality of it is, it's not about me. It's about him. It's about what he did. It's about how he saved. Right, and granted, guys, I mean, you know, we can't sit here and say, you know, I can't sit here and say that, you know, um, I give God one hundred percent of the credit of everything. Right, he's he's good enough that he shares that with us. Right? And there's times when, when people honor us for our deeds, that things that we do. Right? God shares that with us. But in our hearts, right? In our hearts, um, we have to be in a place where we understand and believe and know that it's not anything that I do that's good. It's all about everything that he does that's good. Right? The mercy. Mercy, mercy comes from the, from, from, the, from the place, the Hesed place. Right? The Hesed, the place of love. Right, yeah, if 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 we're not if we're not able to love our brothers, our sisters, right, then there's no way we're gonna be able to show mercy. Oh, right, yeah. and I think sometimes we love ourselves. Right, we love God. I believe every every single one of us loves God, and we love ourselves. But that's where it ends. Yep. Right, <laughs> that's where it ends. It, we we. We, we, we don't realize that second great command is love your neighbor. And that, that has a lot. There's a lot in there. There's a lot in there. And it's not just, it's not just you know, send them a, a cup of sugar when they need it or, you know, shovel their driveway when it snows out. You know what I mean? That's all part of loving your neighbor, but it goes much, much, much deeper than that. Right? It goes to a place of mercy. It goes to a place of, 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 of that hesed love that just pours out of us. Because of who God is and who He is in our lives. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So. So, um, the mercy Hesed, we are to love alongside justice and humility is alongside translated in our English text as faithfulness or loving yeah. kindness. Faithfulness. Yeah. The word occurs nearly two hundred and fifty times in the scriptures. Most, mostly depicting a quality of God in his dealing with people. Yet a quarter of, of its occurrence refers to the merciful qualities uh, there are, or ought to be, between people. So the mercy that we are, we are to love is, in fact, God's loving kindness to us that, has given, that he has given us. Um, and, and, and the example and the pattern that he has shown to us. That's why this story is in the Bible. The story is in the Bible in order that we can see what mercy actually looks like. Yeah. Right? That we can actually look and go, what is mercy like? There it is. Alan, go ahead. I see your hand up. Yeah, I, I was just thinking while you were talking, Pastor Wes, about men. Um, you know, the world's way, I'll, I'll share this real quick. I spent 
the better part of the 80s as part of an outlaw motorcycle club. Actually, huh. a gang. I don't want to say club. They say call it a club, but it's a gang. Yeah. <laughs> as men, you know, I did that because I was looking for acceptance. I was looking to be loved. That's, yeah. And that kind of thing, uh-huh. you can never gain that because you're always having to try and prove yourself, which is getting you more and more and more and more uh, in trouble and, and yes. feeling worse about yourself. Mm. But we become, we become who we hang out with, who we surround ourselves with, what we yeah. become. Yep. And, you know, I showed up here about a month ago, a mess. You know, and now I'm hanging out with men on video chat with men who love God and love Jesus because Jesus had mercy on them and, you know, we all come together. <laughs> Oh, and I, I no longer feel that mess. Mm. You know, Amen. so it's important that um, who we hang out with has the same qualities as Jesus. Amen. And you know, we show each other mercy because in the real world, when I showed up as a mess a few about a month ago, they would have laughed and said, "Get the hell out of here!" Right? Mm. Yeah. God's mercy working through men as a group we empower each other without having to prove ourselves you know without having to do things more powerful or whatever Hmm. we just show up as we are and we extend God's mercy to each other which enables us to go out and extend that to the world and the unsaved and our friends and our, you know, whoever. Amen. Even the co-workers, whatever. You know, so it's important that, like when, the, you know, the, the oldest cast down his first stone and, and said, you know, I'm not going to do this, that changed that whole crowd. Yeah. You know, because now that crowd was hanging out with Jesus, that woman and that person, that older person that said, you know, I'm full of sin which led all the others to walk away also. Amen. So that, you know, that, that one act changes everything. Hmm. So. Amen. True. True. And, you know, and I think, and you, 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 you hit it on the head. I think that's where a lot of our young people as well are looking for love and acceptance. And they think they can find it in the gangs. Uh, but the truth is, it's not there. The only place that we can find it is in Jesus Christ. And, and you know, and, and, it's only through his love that we can extend it, you know, um, that we can accept because we know, hey, Alan, you might have been a mess, but guess what? There was a point when I was a mess, right? right. There's a point when, when John uh, Simino was a mess. There's a point when John Rubiano was a mess, when John Martino was a mess. There's definitely a point when Eddie was a mess, right? <laughs> you know, um, and, and, and we can look back on those times and say, you know what? I was there, right? And I, and I know the one who came and saved me and the one who came and, and, and delivered me and walked me through this thing, right? And that's powerful, man. That's a, that's a powerful testimony. Thank you for that, Alan. Um, you know, I want to teach you guys a, a word real quick. I get before before I do that, Alan, go ahead. I mean, Andre, go ahead. Uh, what, what Alan says is, 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 really, is really incredible. 
um, if you guys um, listen to Patrick Chan, he talks about the same type of situation, but uh, he throws a twist into there where the gang member went back to the gang because us as a church became Pharisees, okay? And 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 just we we just didn't show the love of Christ, be, you know, because uh, <clears throat> the guy went back to the gangs because we were we were imposters. So we have to be careful with that. I mean, I love the uh, the the term term the you know we used to use as kids. I'm called to love you, but I don't like you. <laughs> you know, and and and, and if, when you think about that, you know, it's it, it's it's so true. You know, I you know I'm called to love you, but I don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so the likeness part is the flesh that we need to let go. We have to try to let go, but we're. You know, because we understand we're called to love this person. You know, the, the, you know that's pretty much what I was thinking. You know, but that that's awesome, Alan. That's great. <laughs> yeah, you know, so to go in line with all of that, right? And I want to finish it up with this thought, right? So I want to teach you guys a word. The word is stone catchers, right? And in that place where Jesus was, right, he was being a stone catcher. Right, he was he was receiving, you know, all the all the anger, all the 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 hate that was being directed at that lady. He deflected it toward himself, right? And he took on, he took on all of their focus, right? If you notice in this story, once Jesus shows up, the focus is no longer on the woman; it's now on him, right? So he's the stone catcher, right? And he's called us to be stone catchers. He said to his disciples, um, now I've called you in. And now I send you out to do as I do. Right? And he's still saying that to us today. Right? I've called you in and I've taught you. And now I call you, I send you out to do as I do. Right? To be stone catchers. Right? To go out and show mercy to those who need mercy. Right. That's why this scripture is so good, because um, the, the beatitude is so good. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy, because it doesn't matter where we are in this walk, whether at the beginning or whether we're mature and, and further on in years, we still need mercy. We're, we're still the merciful. Right? We're still the wretched. Right. Um, in, in need of a God who loves us and in need of a God who's going to forgive us. Right of who we are, right. So be stone catchers, right. Don't be afraid to to let your uh, your light shine and show mercy onto others, right. Because by doing that, you inevitably allow God to show you mercy. Yes, right. Right. And I think about that because I think about like you know, like when I look at people's lives, right, and I see someone that. That struggles, struggle, struggle, but yet they have no mercy for anyone else, right? And and I, I say to myself, I go, man, you know, if you just had a little mercy, you would be shown mercy, and maybe life wouldn't be so hard, right? Um, maybe things would come a little bit easier, right? Um, but we've been called to be stone catchers, right, to show mercy. And as men, it's hard for us to do. Right, because the world says something totally different. 
the world says, kind of like what Alan was alluding to, the world says, hey, when they're down, don't help them up, kick them. Yeah. Right? Right? Yeah. Tell them how much of a loser they are, right, after they've fallen. But Jesus says, no, if they're falling, help them up. Right? Man stumbles and falls seven times, right? He gets up. He gets up. And he's, and he's credited righteousness for it. Right? So, so we're able to go out and show mercy to those who need mercy through the love of Christ. And he credits them righteousness when they get up. Good standing with him. Right? And that's what we're called to do, guys. I truly believe at the end of this thing. At the end of this thing, it's not going to be what you have, what possessions you acquired, how much money you had in the bank, how many material things that you acquire. It's going to be, how did you affect my people? How did, you, how, did, how did you show mercy? How did you show love in my kingdom? Because these are the things that I taught. So how did you do that? And we're going to be judged on that. And, and, and how we are successful and whether we get in or not, it's going to be based on that. So, so as you go out in your week this week, guys, as you uh, go through your lives, you know, when you have an opportunity and you come across others that deserve death, deserve the penalty, right, have mercy because you've been shown mercy, right? You've been shown, you've been forgiven a great debt, right? And we've been, and we're expected to forgive a great debt, Right? We're all wretched on our best days, trash before God, right? Every single one of us. So, so um, I just want to end with that. Guys, be blessed this week. You know, um, walk in the spirit of God. You know, allow him to, to move in your heart, you know. And, and when, when the enemy comes, which he will, right? When he comes and he, he sows seeds in your heart, right? Confront those things. You know, and, and question them. Where is this coming from? Why, why do I feel this way? You know, um, why does my heart feel anger? Why does my heart feel envy? Why does my heart feel uh, hatred? You know, ask, why is, where is that coming from? Because that's not God, right? And then pray on it and ask God to, to, to take that away. Ask Christ to take that, Jesus to take that away. Yeah. Amen. Andre, would you like to lead us out in prayer? Yes, sure. Amen. Father, we thank you for the ability you give us to show mercy, dear Lord. Jesus, we know that we can't do this without you, dear Lord. There's so many things that we try to do in our own power, and we we continue to spin and spin and spin. And we, until we understand that it's not in our power, it's in your power. Your power, yes, Lord. It just, it just it's not going to work, dear Lord. So we thank you for... For, for what you've done for us, Silo, we you continue to do for us. We thank you for your son. Yes, Lord. We thank you for the ability that you give us to show mercy. Thank you. In your name we pray, in Jesus' name, amen. 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 Bless you guys. Bless you. Hi, this is Pastor Wes, and I just want to thank you again for tuning in to the Rally Point Men's Ministry Podcast as we discuss what mercy looks like. So I pray that you uh, would continue on and that God would move powerfully in your lives as you reach out and you seek to give mercy to others. Thank you for tuning in again. God bless you.